things theology, all things theology. We chop it up properly without an apology. Gotta give doxology to God hollow because this is how we do it at all things theology. Yo, grace and peace, guys. Welcome back to an episode of All Things Theology. What's your host, K-Dub? And today, we're going to talk about some good old Marsa Jesus. But before we do that, make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel if you're not. And as always, click that notification bell. Yes, we're going to talk about Marsa Jesus. Oh, good old Marcus Rogers, right? Uh, he made a video a couple days ago, which I found interesting. But before I even delve into it, I want to address some pre- responses that I know I'm going to get. I get it on every video. Uh, even look down in the comment section if you're watching the replay of this and you'll see some of the comments as I'm clout chasing, uh, I'm doing this for money, uh, just assuming all kind of motives. Rather than dealing with the content I'm saying, most of the stuff is just dealing with, oh, they don't like that I'm even talking about Marcus, Marcus, <laughs> Marcus Rogers, which, which just shows like many people think he's above any kind of criticism. Um, which is not the case at all. Any Nobody's above criticism. Marcus Rogers can get it too. And, and remember, I'm not the one who said this. A lot of these Christians is ducking the smoke. I want all the smoke. So he he asked for, for you know, people to give him the smoke, right? And so uh, I, I'm just here offering criticism because I think, I, I know that his movement uh, is 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 dangerous and Marcus Rogers is a false teacher just to be clear just in case people think oh we just have minor disagreements no Marcus Rogers is a false teacher and we'll see some of that come out in this video where the central focus of Marcus Rogers ministry is himself Christ is a means to talk about himself even passages in the Bible that are are clearly about Christ Marcus Rogers takes them and says they're about him and we'll see examples in that so I'm sure y'all 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 tired of me talking. Let's get into it. What's going on, my brothers and sisters? It is about 2:45 a.m. and the Lord woke me up and told me I could um come down here and just share this word with you guys. Oh, and you do hear a lot of this in Marcus Rogers, right? I mean, God speaks to Marcus Rogers more than more than like you take all the times God spoke in the Bible. I mean, Marcus Rogers is exceeded that by far you know so just this uh you know I, I just think it's interesting that you know we're in this culture today where you know many people who say god speaks to them ignore what god has already said so that's just an observation but we'll continue as i had an amazing week i connected with some awesome men and women of god i'm not even going to say who they are because if i say their names you know it's just going to create chaos um you know, on the internet. And so the Lord told me to keep it, my, keep it to myself for now. Um, one of the problems is sometimes, you know, I talk too much and sometimes, you know, I don't talk enough. And so I took a seven day break from social media and posting on Facebook, you know, YouTube, um, the internet in general, just to clear my mind. There's so many um, opinions and um, thoughts that people have to say and I was really just seeking God, you know, what do you want me to do? And even now, I just I feel chills in my body. And I feel like for whatever reason, you know, I'm just about to cry because I feel in this moment, you know, God is approving uh, of what I'm saying. It's almost like he's giving me the thumbs up. I, 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 I thought that statement was odd because he said he, he feels like God is approving. It's almost like he gave you the thumbs up, but it was weird. You started the video saying God woke you up to give this message. So it's <laughs> just very strange 
dynamic when hearing from God. I guess he has to leave leave room out, you know, because we we know Marcus Rogers is prone to prophesy stuff wrongly. So I guess he has to leave room there. So so I, th I just thought that was an interesting statement. You know, like this is what I want. I have to, you know, to be honest, I have to find more balance. Um, I've been the the outsider my whole life. And, you know, when the Lord first started blessing my, my ministry, you know, I just knew God was with me, that he saved me, you know, that he loved me. I didn't know a lot about that denominational stuff. And as my platform began to grow, you know, people want to be able to put you in a box. And they put you in these religious boxes, these denominations and things, and it makes them feel comfortable. Or, Marcus Rogers, if you say things that fit, and he's confusing denominations with uh, a, a, a theological description of something. Let me give you an example. If someone says, hey, I believe in multiple gods, and you say, oh, so you're a polytheist. And they say, no, I'm not a polytheist. You'd be like, well, you believe in multiple gods? So they're like, yeah, but I'm not a polytheist. You'd be like, well, that's literally what it means. Marcus Rogers doesn't want the label, but he will describe a, a you know, because he, he doesn't want, I, I think he's kind of doing more PR movement now. And we're going to see the kind of that kind of now uh, in this video. It's PR movement, right? He understands, I believe, that oneness, uh, you know, modalist has negative terms, terminology, meanings, right? That the church largely has considered this a heretical movement. Oneness Pentecostals, right? Uh, as well. And so he doesn't want to uh, go with the label because I think because of how that looks right and so it's not a matter of being religious or being uh well, you, you know how he always say uh right you, you you're being a how does he say you're being a what and i know that some will label me a pharisee because today the only heresy is he'll call you a pharisee right uh but no it's not a matter of any of those it's 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 no you, marcus rogers you're, you're you're describing a theological concept but you don't want to use the theological terminology for that concept. So that that's not our problem that you don't want to do that, but then you'll turn around and call us religious Pharisees. So well, the Pharisees weren't actually doing that. We're going to get to that in a second, but him actually misusing the term Pharisee. When the reality is, you know, what the Lord has shown me, and I'm going to, you know, in this new season that God has me, and I'm going to probably sound more arrogant to a lot of people than I've ever sounded before, but I guarantee you people thought David was arrogant. Um... <laughs> Well, that's not the standard. Even David isn't the standard that because being arrogant is, isn't isn't good. Um, you know, so I guess we should get ready of this new season, guys, of, of, of uh, just Marcus Rogers being more arrogant. Um, I mean, all right. I mean, <laughs> I guess if, if that's how you want to do, but we, we should be humble. Being arrogant is not a good thing. Now, I understand we sin, you know, some of us has, you know, personalities, you know, differences and things like that. And some people may perceive us to be arrogant, but he's saying, no, I'm going to be. And almost sound like he says in this new season, God has him in. That's that's the way God ha has it for him. Like, it's OK. He's like giving him a, I guess, a pass to to be arrogant, which is like, you see, you see why I say it's like all things surrounding Marcus Rogers. It's it's whatever Marcus Rogers is giving his stamp of approval. Oh, yeah. God's echoing it you think you are to fight Goliath. And so I'm going to do 
you know, what God has called me to do. I'm not going to apologize. And, you know, whoever doesn't like it, too bad. You got to know me by the spirit. You're not going to know me by. We got to know you by the spirit. I mean, what is. What does scripture tell us to know other people by the spirit? I thought we were supposed to know God by like I said, even the language he uses to describe him, it's it's very I mean, you would think he's the fourth member of the Trinity. Now I know he doesn't believe that, but maybe the fourth member of the uh modalist, you know, to use his language or concept. Um just very strange. Where does scripture you, you know ever tell us to know people by the spirit, like in the way he's talking about? Uh, we'll elaborate more on that here in a second. Religion, traditions, you know, religious boxes. People want to know, well, why don't why don't you just say you're 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 this? Why don't you just say that? Why don't you just uh, say you're Trinitarian? Why don't you just say you're uh, you're, you're you're from this group? Or this? that'll make me feel comfortable. That shows me you ain't really that deep in the spirit because those who know me, they know me by the spirit. I've I've never argued that that oh it'll it'll just make me feel more comfortable, Marcus Rogers, if you just say you're a oneness. No, that's the position you're holding to. You should be more honest about your positions, because you, 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 Marcus Rogers doesn't seem to understand that he has a uh, uh, see a, a history. A, 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 what I mean by that is his beliefs, his he have have a doctrinal um, what do you call it? breadcrumb bread trail, right? He, he he comes from a position. He comes from somewhere. He has a a lineage, but he's not willing to be honest about that lineage. You know. Um. I come, a ref- come from a reformed tradition. And so I'm honest about that. Um, one, because I do know the history and I've studied church history and things like that. I- I'm-, I'm not sure how in-depth Marcus Rogers is when it comes to those issues. But um, yeah, just knowing by the spirit, I guess. Um, interesting. And the, the word that God gave me back in 2014, and he had to remind me, he said, what I'm going to do in your life is going to make religious folks scratch their heads. The they're gonna they're gonna wonder how how did how did you get here the doors that I'm gonna open you know how, how did you get here without you know being in a religious box how did you and oh and if you agree with Marcus Rogers the constant phrase that you that'll get thrown upon you is religious right if you don't affirm and obviously he means that in a negative phrase because I don't believe religious or religion is bad so but most people do and so he I think he knows that language is working for him so if you Right. Disagree with Marcus Rogers. You'll get you're religious. You're a Pharisee. Gummy bear Christianity. No, no. I mean, that that's just the automatic retort that will be get that'll get thrown at you. Right. I mean, we'll elaborate on the Pharisee one in a second. But for now, religious. I mean, let's look this term up. Because <laughs> it doesn't imply the things that uh, Marcus Rogers wants to make it. You know, I mean, we can go to a theological definition, but I mean, the term religious <laughs> in, a, in, in this meaning isn't in the in the Bible. Uh, religion is. But um, and Webster's dictionary says is relating to manifesting faithful devotion to an acknowledged ultimate reality or deity. So worship to God. OK, everyone. I'm religious. Yes, absolutely. Um, uh conscientiously faithful okay yeah it none of these uh dictionary terms have a negative meaning but obviously he's trying to convey that point get here without 
you know, bowing down to what the people want. And for a long time, for a long time, I've gotten caught up in, you know, yeah, I want unity. But, you know, in Ephesians, it's unity of the spirit, not denominations, not traditions. It's unity of the spirit. And so I've caught up, you know, got caught up trying to talk and debate, you know, with different people that the reality is then that's not my tribe. They're, that we're never going to we're never going to get along. You know what I'm saying? You you don't believe in dreams. You don't believe in visions. You you don't believe that tongues is for everybody. We're, we're- so I, I guess so I guess now we're shifting from this. Marcus isn't going to be seeking unity with everybody now. I, and I guess that's what's going to be making them sound so arrogant, right? I mean, that's that's what it appears to be. But we don't believe in dreams. We don't believe in visions. We Well, I don't know anybody who doesn't believe in dreams and visions. I mean, that's in the Bible. And we don't believe speaking in tongues is for everybody. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what the scripture says. Not everybody speaks in tongues. Absolutely. But you believe it is necessary for someone to speak in tongues to be saved. So that's more of an indicator on your bad theology, not ours. So I think what he's trying to say, see, because he isn't as very clear and as articulate as his theology as he should be, um, is that you don't believe in the continuous dreams and visions. Yeah, no, I don't. I believe Hebrews 1 gives us a good precedent for that, that um, the final word is in scripture. I mean, I, I don't need a new word. I know people are always talking about this fresh anointing, this new word from God. Now the old one is just fine. If the old one is doing just fine, <laughs> I don't need, I don't have anything better than the old word. Uh, matter of fact, the old word, which many people really, I mean, you really think about it. It's very, uh, it's a denial of the sufficiency of scripture, but the Bible says the scripture is the more sure word. So anything Marcus Rogers or any of these super charismatics want to give us is going to be less than the more sure word. That's just something to think about and ponder never going to get along and the reality is i've kind of lost my way caring you know what these people think because you know my heart i really do want unity in the body of christ but over the last two months god spoke this word to me about tribe and i just would hear that word in my spirit tribe 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 if you really want to be a church in the book of acts you knew who was who by the spirit you knew who was who by the power, by the demonstration. They were not running around talking about oneness, Trinity, Pentecostal, Baptist, Methodist. They were not. And that's just. Well, even those are not the same category. Trinity is not Baptist. Trinity is not a denomination, by the way, Marcus Rogers. Oneness is not a denomination unless you want us Pentecostals. But obviously it's a theological term and category. So they're not the same as Baptist, Pentecostal, Methodist. So even that is a confusion on your terms, which you. It's almost like Mark. I, I I constantly want to think there's a script he's reading from because he says the same exact thing in the same exact way in a lot of his videos. To where I'm, I, I'm like, man, he's he's got to be reading this off somewhere, you know. Um, and so, the issue is Marcus Rogers is you dot I fundamental doctrines of the of the church, and he's like, well, they weren't going around saying all the well. That's an anachronism. Those words didn't exist in English yet, so of course they didn't say it. <laughs> this might be a surprise to Marcus Rogers, but the Bible wasn't written in English. I mean, it was written in Hebrew, Greek, Little Aramaic. So, of course, they didn't say English words. That's absurd. But they did argue for the concepts of the Trinity, uh, Jesus being God, uh, salvation by faith apart from works, which you deny, Marcus Rogers. So, yes, 
and those things would have removed you from the from the uh, from the from the faith, the Christian faith. Paul says that in Galatians one, you have a different gospel. You're not a Christian. You're accursed. So, this is the Bible as a whole, not just looking at the Acts Church, but the whole Bible. The truth, and and truth. God has shown me if I keep speaking, and I keep preaching what He's telling me to preach. More people, even though some don't like it in the beginning, they're going to realize what I am saying is the truth by the spirit. Just because we've been doing certain things for hundreds of years doesn't make it right. There's a lot of things that we're saying that we're doing that have nothing to do with the Bible. I just want to go where the spirit of God is and wherever the spirit of God is, that's where I want to be. That's where I want to connect. And a lot of people, they're trying to connect on religion. They're trying to connect on uh, just religion. And theology is good, but a lot of people have, you know, what they think is good theology, and they don't have the Spirit of God. And if you don't have the Spirit of God, you are not born again. And the only requirement to be born again is, or, or the only requirement to be saved is to be born again. And by born again, and we've covered this in, in, in numerous videos, by born again, he means water baptized. And there's no way you can go through John 3 and say, this is about water baptism. Jesus is clearly pointing to some spiritual condition that needs to happen to you to even have faith. Right? It's about seeing the kingdom. It's, about, it's clearly about regeneration. But Marcus Rogers will use biblical categories or biblical words, but do not mean what the the Bible means by them. Watch out for people like this. If they're using a verse or Bible word, make sure they're using it in its proper context. You know, and so anyone, we'll, 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 I'll say that point for, we'll let them keep, we keep talking. And so what the Lord has shown me, I got, you know, many confirmations through many different people this week while I was on this seven day um, fast. And I said, well, you know, Lord, I'm just trying to find my tribe. I So <laughs> I just find it funny because he's going to keep mentioning this. He's just trying to find his tribe. And it's, <laughs> it's almost like he wants to find his echo chamber. It, it, everybody's just going to echo what he's already been saying. That's what he wants. I, I don't want that tribe. I want, I want the, my tribe is going to be those who grow me. Even if they tell me things I don't like that I, that I initially I may disagree with, I don't, I don't want to just uh, a tribe where I just fit in. That is, that's that's never called for us in scripture. So he doesn't want people to challenge him. He wants people to hey, we we just all we all gonna say the same thing. Y'all gonna y'all gonna believe everything I say. Talk about gummy bear Christianity. Don't fit in with you know a lot of the conservatives. You know even though they know of me because I'm speaking about tongues and casting out devils. So, you know, even though a lot of them are Christians, you know, that's kind of weird to associate with. Um, I don't fit in with a lot of the black churches because they're caught up, you know, in the, the Black Lives Matter and things like that. So they, they want you to be, you know, locked into a lot of those views that um, I just can't get jiggy with. All right. I don't, I don't. And then there's, you know, another group of people that the Holy Spirit's telling me the same thing that it's telling you. We're posting the same things. Obviously, you know, what the Holy Spirit is telling you, the Holy Spirit is telling me, but because of denominational stuff, people say, oh, well, you know, we can't 
we can't be together. So because of doctrinal stuff, not just denomination, it's not like Baptist Presbyterian. No, you have your own religion up there in Chicago, Firehouse Church. It's it's the Marcus. It's the religion of Marcus Rogers. Where you teach a lot of bad stuff. So it's not that I just don't want to link up with you. I mean, I'm sure you're, I'm, look, I've said this before. I'm sure Marcus is a likable guy. On a personal issue, I have no personal issues with him. But my issues have always been theological. Check the tapes. <laughs> Can't get jiggy with them, right? <laughs> it's It's been purely doctrinal and theological. We'll raise some of those issues up here in a second. Because he doesn't claim to be this. He doesn't claim to be that. Or because you deny central tenets of the faith. Let's... I mean, justification by faith alone. Marcus Rogers denies that. The gospel is by faith alone, in Christ alone. Marcus Rogers has clearly stated, this is, this is undeniable. It's undeniable. Marcus Rogers has taught, to be saved, you must be baptized and you must speak in tongues to be saved. And, and, and matter of fact, he's taught, if, if you don't affirm him, there's no way you're saved. So, I mean, that's, a, that's at least three things. You must put in work to do to be saved, according to uh, Marcus Rogers. But, you know, denying the denying the uh, the Trinity. Obscure views on the Godhead. That's I mean, frankly, I haven't heard before ever. I mean, we've covered the uh, where I did the the most uh, heretical way of explaining God. If you look on my channel, you can find that video. So, yeah, Marcus Rogers has has some very strange doctrines as scripture calls it so yeah this is why we can't link up marcus it has nothing to do with you as a person or just because i want to be like the gatekeeper or just being mean no people have serious concerns people guess what marcus rogers people with the spirit have serious concerns but you deny that because they reject you and you don't listen. You don't listen to people. People have been making these concerns. And they've been the same concerns for, was it 2022? I mean, going back to 2016, at least, people have had these concerns. The concerns haven't changed because guess what? You haven't changed doctrinally. So the concerns have been the same. And so sometimes that has been very discouraging for me. And many people have slandered me. People who don't know me in the spirit, you know, attack me. And, and Jesus showed me, hey, they don't know you in the spirit. I don't know what that means. But the, to the issue of slander, I don't, I don't, oh, I, okay, I'll, I'll be fair to him. I do know one person that slandered him. But for the most part, most people's concern have been theological, not on a personal issue. And so if he's, if he's, he, it's just vague. So I have to be vague if it's, if it's referring to me. I played your words. Matter of fact, I'm playing all this video. I generally do that unless the video is like 40 over an hour. Then I always play you in context. So you got to be more specific on what you're talking about here. It's no different than what I want, what I went through. You know, they, they, these religious folks, they couldn't recognize. Hold on. Let's play this back. You got to get you to hear this one. And many people have slandered me. People who don't know me in the spirit, you know, attack me. And, and Jesus showed me, hey, that's no different than what I want, what I went through. So people slander him. 
And Jesus told Marcus Rogers how this happened. We don't, we, we're not told, okay? But somehow, Jesus told Marcus Rogers, I guess, you know, hey, don't worry about this. It's exactly, it's the same as what I went through. This is how I know Jesus didn't tell you this, because it's not the same. Jesus would not lie like this. It's not the same. You want to know why it's not the same? Because there are times... But uh, uh, let me say it like this, because Jesus was sinless and no one could find any fault in him. Whereas that's not to say the same to you or me. People can find many faults in us. So it's not the same. See, this is what I say when I say, man, you know, Marcus Rogers sometimes thinks he's Jesus. Things that no one could say of themselves. Marcus Rogers will say just openly and unashamedly about himself. Things that only apply to Jesus. Marcus Rogers will say, hey, yeah, me too. It's the same. No difference. No difference. I mean, just like they slandered Jesus, they slandered Marcus Rogers. No difference. Well, you know, I uh, Jonathan Edwards once said that, you know, often when people would slander him, he would look for the kernel of truth, resolve to know the kernel of truth and what these people were speaking. You know, even, even in sl- slander, sometimes there's some truth in it. You know, many times people will call me prideful. And in some sense, there's a kernel of truth in that because I'm not sinless. So I can exhibit pride at times. And by God's grace, I hope to kill that sin. But Marcus Rogers, in the same way, right? Same way. Swell. You know, they, they, these religious folks, they couldn't recognize who Jesus was. They couldn't recognize that they were religious. And so the Lord... And, and I guess we're the, we're, we can't recognize Marcus Rogers in the same way, right? We can't recognize that we're religious, right? Same way. Has liberated me, you know, um, this week. I got around some powerful men of God, some powerful women of God, and I just feel like a, a fresh fire, a fresh wind, you know. Fresh firehouse. Y'all get ready. It's uh, it's going to be, uh, I guess, going to get more interesting. To just stay on course. I was instructed, you know, don't pick any sides. Don't pick any side. So I, I think he's what he's referring to is oneness or trinity. Even though we know he's already picked a side, Marcus Rogers has publicly stated he's not a trinit- trinitarian. He denies the trinity. So we know we know what he's. So so this is the PR move I was talking about. Don't say you're oneness. Don't say you trinity. Oh, I just believe in the Godhead. Don't explain what you mean by the Godhead. Well, is God three distinct persons or is he one person uh, manifesting as as three. Oh, I, I just got hit. I'm not going to answer those questions. So you're not going to explain who God is. Just got hit. See, this is actually uh, not being honest. It's actually shows your integrity. You're, you're not willing to be honest about your theological shit positions on who God is. I mean, it's a big, big subject. It's a, it's an important subject, but who God is, you're just like, eh, don't pick a side. I, I wonder if will you do that with, uh, uh, what was it uh, Mormons? You know, is God is God one or is he poly? Is he more more than one? Huh? Not gonna God hit. Not gonna answer. I guess the Mormons would be satisfied with that answer, but not us. Not Christians. Not Protestants. You know, it's cool because nobody has really embraced me anyway, and that has hurt me. That's this is the woe is me, right? Mark is playing the victim for teaching false doctrines. 
I, I can sympathize from you know, maybe some personal issues that have happened, you know, to you. But the issue, bro, you just need to repent of your false doctrines, you know. I was I was willing to be a friend to Marcus Rogers. Uh, you know, we could have had we could have even now we could have private conversations. And, um, you know, he came to came to the city and was willing to buy him dinner. And, nope, nope. He he doesn't want anybody that will correct him. Not in this manner, right? Because this will say he's wrong. He's been wrong all these years, right? I mean. Who knows what happened in church then? I, I I don't I don't know. The truth that 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 has hurt me to, you know, I've been preaching on social media long before uh, a lot of people came along, and a lot of the people that you guys see now, I brought them on my platform long before you knew who they were, and you know to just 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 the sidebar, just the sidebar. You can even start from this point. Watch how much. I or Marcus Rogers or me is mentioned as opposed to God or Jesus Christ. Just 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 food for thought. Just just something to keep in your mind. You know, I, I've prayed about it many times, you know. Well, Lord, many people know who I am by the spirit, but because of religion, you know, we can't connect. We connect privately. They connect with me like Nicodemuses. They come to me at night. You know, but they won't stand with me. So that 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 now Marcus Rogers, he's he's done this before, but he's taken this text in John three where Nicodemus comes to Jesus by night. I guess it's supposed to be the same thing, right? But Nicodemus comes to Jesus by night. You can read this in John three, verse two. Start you know, start at one for context, but verse two is where Nicodemus comes to Jesus by night. And I guess the conclusion is that he he feared the Sanhedrin party, the Pharisee party, right? Um this is not what people are doing. This is not the same uh, as in Marcus Rogers, right? Uh, John, or sorry, uh, Nicodemus recognized that uh, Jesus was from God, um, and, and, you know, because he was doing mighty, mighty deeds. And obviously, he's the, Jesus was the Messiah. He's 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 God in the flesh, fully God, right? Um, so th this is not the same what people are doing to Marcus Rogers. And nor was this the G Nicodemus was celebrating him in night, but not in public. No, he was seeking him out at night because he was fearful. He wasn't celebrating him at all. He was he was he, he he was fearful of the Sanhedrin party, but he wanted to know more about who Jesus was. This is not what's going on in Marcus Rogers life. This is, you know, the, this isn't even the same analogy of what he's bringing up. So I just I just find it weird that he always brings up this Nicodemus analogy to to discuss this point here. It did. But the Lord has you know instructed me to just stay the course because he's about to show people that the remnant, the reason he doesn't want me to pick a religious box, he's about to show people that the remnant is bigger than your denomination. The remnant is bigger than your cliques. Right, your religion. This is the guy that was just said two seconds ago. He he wants to find a tribe to fit in. It's just contradicted yourself. But God is bigger than your theological box. Well, obviously, um, obviously, your your uh, God is bigger than our denomination. That's that goes without saying. But that's not the issue. 
the issue is is god triune or is god one well if he already said he just said now he's he's if you try to get an answer out of marcus rogers he's not going to answer that question no more he's already told you guys so don't ask him about it anymore it's clicks the remnant is bigger than the people that just agree with you your tribe and he's going to show people marcus rogers is god bigger than your tribe there's things we want to know this is, we want you to be consistent that really truly means to be a tribe. Now, my tribe might not be your tribe, but your tribe might not be my tribe, but we're still, right, the body. And many people are going to have to accept that for us to see this revival in the end times that, that God really wants us to see. I've met people. So in order to see revival, we have to understand that, you know, people like Marcus Rogers still in the body, whether we accept it or not. I mean, revival is dependent upon that. So much for the sovereignty of God, the Spirit, and, and Jesus to do what He pleases. But I guess it's dependent upon us agreeing on. Um, I don't know. The tribe is bigger than our denomination, which it's, it's not the issue anyway. But all right. from all over the place, Baptist, Pentecostal, Trinitarian—that I know have this Trinitarians. It's not a denomination again. Spirit of God. And as long as, you know, I know that they have the spirit of God, I'm going to work with them because the place that I have found myself in. Oh, and here's the here's the uh, measure if they have the spirit of God, if they affirm Marcus Rogers. Now, if you're a Trinitarian and you're willing to compromise and say, hey, yeah, I'll work with Marcus Rogers, even though he denies the Trinity, even though he denies salvation by faith alone. Sure. Marcus Rogers will affirm you. Yeah, for sure. But if you say, no, Marcus Rogers, you're you're. You're in heresy, man. You teach a false doctrine. Well, then you're not saved, according to Marcus Rogers. That's the that's the uh, Marcus Rogers paradigm for if he'll work with the Trinitarian, if they'll work with him. You know, it's like almost like I have no tribe for a long time because the way that I move, I'm not looking, oh, you're Trinitarian, oh, you're Pentecostal, oh, you're Baptist, oh, you're this. I'm just looking, is the presence of God here? And do you have the spirit of God in you? So for Marcus Rogers, it's not about what uh, what theological beliefs you necessarily hold, but this feeling he gets. If he feels the spirit, this is this is such a uh, postmodern way, because what's the what's the criteria if you feel the spirit? Well, if they won't call you out, <laughs> we all know the answer to that. And if you have the spirit of God in you, then I, I can I can I can move with you. I can flow with you. Because the thing is, I've seen different tribes, you want to call it denominations, that have different things to offer. And so in my heart, I said, man, if we would just come together, we would have the craziest move of God. But a lot of people, they don't want to come together. But I know that they're saved on both sides because I feel the spirit of God. I feel the presence with them. And a lot of people are having a hard time accepting that. And that's the reality is you're not that deep because you're trying to see people through the lens of religion. Or through the lens of scripture. I mean, I don't even know what the lens of religion is. Uh, I mean, he hasn't defined any of this. It's just supposed to be this negative term. This is what you call muddying, muddying the waters. You, you call someone a name, right? And that's supposed to, oh, oh well, yeah, we stay away from that guy, right? You just, just muddy in the waters. You try to see through the lens of religion. No. 
now it's through the lens of scripture. That's our that's our starting point, our ending point. And that's why we, we don't accept Mr. Gummy Bear Christianity. Mr. Marcus, Marcus Rogers, we don't accept because his beliefs contradicts the Christian faith presented in scripture. I know he says he can present doctrine or scripture for every, all his theological beliefs, but this is why I think we should have conversation, which he's going to say later. He never will do that again, but spoiler alert. Sorry. But yeah, this is why we don't re- accept people like Marcus Rogers. But you can't see them in the spirit. I've never had any issues with any man of God or woman of God who are truly spirit filled. They might know, hey, we don't agree on everything, but I've never had no issues with them when I talk. So conclusion is, if you have an issue with Marcus Rogers, then you're not spirit filled. <laughs> I mean, that's the only logical deduction you can make from a sentence. You have any issue with Marcus Rogers, then you're not spirit filled. Remember, he says, I've never had an issue, any issue with the man of God who's spirit filled. Well, then Marcus Rogers, if you have an issue with Marcus Rogers, Marcus Rogers says you do not have the spirit. My issues have always been with the Pharisees, and that's exactly what you are. If you're watching this video and you're mad and you're upset, you're a Pharisee. <laughs> well, I'm not mad upset. See, I'm smiling. I'm laughing. I'm, I'm having a good time here. I am, not a, I am not mad at Marcus Rogers. I hate the false doctrine he teaches. You know, so. And then if, if that, if, if Marcus Rogers said, well, if it makes you mad, you're a Pharisee. Well, <laughs> okay. That's, it's. When was that the criteria of what a Pharisee is? If you get mad at this, you're a Pharisee. Pharisee actually, Pharisee, see, and Marcus Rogers, and he isn't the only one, so this isn't aimed at Marcus Rogers only, because a lot of people do this as well. People aim anything they don't like, you just call it a Pharisee, right? Call it a Pharisee. Even if they're not acting like the Pharisees, see, because the Pharisees were legalistic, like Marcus Rogers, uh, <laughs> they deny the Messiah, like Marcus Rogers, as far as you know, doctrine of God stuff. Um, when actually, when he says Pharisee, he's actually holding to it's a theological term in that sense. They held to a certain theological beliefs. You know, they believe in a resurrection, a future resurrection, unlike the Sadducees, right? Which deny their future resurrection, but. Um, is is it this is this is meant to just um persuade his audience his tribe let's use his word not to listen right if marcus rogers deem you as a pharisee right don't listen to that guy right he's marking that person see but i welcome i welcome healthy exchange because i'm confident in what the scripture teaches i'm more than confident when if I would have a conversation with Marcus Rogers, I would be able to demonstrate to him his error, his folly of his ways. I'm just going to call him a Pharisee. I mean, <laughs> the Bible says it's to defend thy faith. Calling someone a Pharisee isn't defending your faith. It's just name calling. This is, this is what you're doing. You're name calling. The apostles didn't go around just calling people Pharisees who disagree with them. Unless they were actually a Pharisee. <laughs> but you're not actually doing that so because this is what the spirit of god is saying this is what the spirit of god wants to do and i say this with boldness 
just as people have seen through the years, people have attacked, people have had a lot to say about me. There's nothing that you can do that's going to stop what God is going to do. Hey, as as a reformed Calvinist, I I, I absolutely agree. <laughs> I hold to the sovereignty of God, but that doesn't mean it's going to be a good thing. Yeah, God's going to do what He wants to do. Uh, Job forty two two. No one can thwart His will. No one can say to God, "What have you done?" Yeah, so I agree. But that's not that doesn't mean you should continue preaching your heresy or false teachings. You're just going to give yourself a heart attack watching God bless us, watching God elevate us, watching me go different places and preach. It's going to make religious folks so mad. And I'm not the only one. And I'm not mad. Sadden maybe is better uh, terminology. And I'm not going to have a heart attack because of it. Just have my appointment. My heart is doing fine, healthy, in healthy shape. So, (laughs) no, we'll be fine. But this isn't take away that we people have genuine con, uh, concerns about false teachings but see but this is the braggadocious i guess this is the more arrogant side of marcus rogers that we'll be seeing more of you know where oh see if anybody has concerns it, it, see that's because they they, they hate in the move of god can you imagine like <laughs> the mormons or anybody let's let's take lecrae because uh marcus rogers has critiqued lecrae a lot let's take lecrae Lecrae could say everything back to Marcus Rogers and he would have no response consistently. See, because this is just narrative talk. It's not actually addressing the things that are saying. It's just Marcus Rogers is like the media, right? The media gets a whole, gets out in front and they control the narrative. Oh, so that Donald Trump guy, he's a racist, right? And so you don't want to listen to a racist. Oh, of course not. They're not actually addressing the things he says. You call a guy racist? Oh, dismiss him. Anti-Semitic? Oh, you dismiss that guy. You, you don't have to listen to him. Marcus Rogers is doing the same thing with the term Pharisee. It's, it's amazing. Because as much as he speak about the mainstream media, and he's right oftentimes, he does the same thing. He's the pot calling Caleb Black. I, I, just, I just find that ironic. I'm just saying it for the record. God is going to raise up some people, and the religious folks are like, why is this one with this one? And why is... Why, why do they have this? Why are they getting blessed with it? Why doesn't God shut them down? Because they're so blind. No, uh, throughout history, false teachers have gone on for numbers of years. I mean, Islam, going on for centuries. Mormons, hundreds of years. So that doesn't, I mean, I, I guess because you're speaking in venues and you know, Marcus Roger likes to point to his uh, YouTube channel and hit the likes and subscribe, all these things as a, as a proof of God's blessing. That's none of, none of what you point to is a proof that God is for you or with you. See, this is why he, he ignores all the doctrine stuff. And he points to carnal things as the world can, part to, can point to. Any pagan that's popular could point to these things as well. Oh, man, my, man, YouTube channel's blessed. God's favoring me. Yeah, they you know they have three different girlfriends, but hey, God's still blessing me. You see, it, these aren't actually means of God's blessings. These aren't proof that God is with you. You know, I heard a man of God say something. It's like uh, these internet prophets say, "Oh, I see a hurricane that's supposed to hit Florida," and then in their heart, they instead of praying for the Florida, uh, for praying for the hurricane to go away. 
They want the hurricane to hit Florida to prove their true profit. That's how a lot of people, you know, feel about a lot of different ministries. You know, they they want it to be destroyed. They want God to do something. Uh, let, let me address that. I, I actually don't want Firehouse Ministries to be destroyed. I'd rather he repent. I'd re- let's take Marcus Rogers' ministry. I'd rather Marcus repent. Obviously, I don't hope that he continues in his rebellion doctrinally. Yeah, I don't, I don't want that, nor am I prophesying that. See, that's the difference. I hope he would repent and turn, trusting the triune God of Scripture, apart from his works, that he, and likewise many, in his, in his body be saved. I'd be willing to converse with him. Matter of fact, there's a young man, I won't mention his name, he goes to Marcus Rogers Church, and from time to time, he'll message me. You might have seen him in this chat. Who knows? But uh, he's, he's, he's messaging me. I hope that God saves him. I would love to talk with him. And like I said, our conversations don't have to be public. But that's just, that's just me. Because they're thinking about it from the wrong perspective, religion and tradition, and they're not seeing it in the eyes of the spirit. And that's exactly what the Pharisees were. They could not recognize Jesus. They, they argued about the Sabbath. They argued about all this religious stuff because they didn't truly allow themselves to see the spirit. Now, some arguing about the Sabbath is a much different issue than arguing about who God is. I mean, as a fundamental, if we can't argue who God is, then we can't argue about who, anything. If we can't get God right, then just Marcus Rogers, don't even, don't even complain about gummy bear Christianity because that's very minor in the sense of things. So notice the, the belittling of the subject. Uh, Pharisees arguing about the Sabbath is just... So it's just as, I guess, uh, pharisaical to argue about the doctrine of God, right? If he's triune or not. Yeah, because. <laughs> people, it's not that they're bad. They just haven't got that revelation yet. But it's coming. And I'm going to probably do a little video that's going to be deeper than this pretty soon. I'm um, explaining what God has been showing me about tribes. But some of us. We've been that outsider. I've been the outsider in church my whole life, whether it was in the white church, because we were, you know, back in the day, we were down there in Louisiana and stuff, and we were black kids with a, with a white woman, or the black church where white. Hey, I didn't know uh, Marcus Rogers grew up in Louisiana. Me too, man. See, man, we're from the same state, bro. See, this is why we got to have a conversation. We can, we got, look, man, I, we can go, I'll get you a nice bowl a gumbo, some shrimp. So Matthew I mean, come on, man. What you like? I like some seafood too, man. <laughs> we can have a good discussion on the Trinity and uh, salvation by faith alone over some gumbo. How does that sound? Woman with black kids, you know, and then I got a divorce when I was older. So I've always been the outsider in church. But here's the thing. Even though church folks made me the outsider, God gave me a voice. And I was an insider with God. That's why people can't understand why I have my platform. God gave me this voice. God gave me this voice to speak to Christians, whether people like it or not. 
They want men wants to stamp off gods like man. Don't nobody all look. You know, I'm I'm not gonna say I'm against all that spiritual fathering and all that kind of stuff. You know, because I have a covering. I believe in accountability, but sometimes people take it too far. Who's who's his spiritual father? It's the same thing they did with John the Baptist. Who's his spiritual father? Who approved him? God did. That's I don't recall. I don't recall them asking that, but. Again, when when you'll <laughs> you'll even make it fit to to accuse you, I guess. And I I could care less about the spiritual father. Uh, do you have an elder over you? I mean, are are there are there men in your life that can keep you accountable, who can actually address your error? These I I I don't know the internal workings of Marcus Rogers, but it doesn't seem like it. No one can just from even people that I do know that know him. I mean, no one can address his error. I mean, for. S- over six years, Marcus Rogers has been making the same bad arguments against the Trinity. I mean, six years, nobody said, "Hey, bro, uh, uh, you know, I don't Trinitarians don't believe that, bro. You might want to up your game. I mean, it's just making one us look bad." Six years, he's been using the same bad arguments. Uh, certain individuals you see have their voice, have their platform. Now, not everybody, of course. But that's why you have to just test the spirit. So, and and what what is the marker of how he tests the spirit? Because he, he seems to throw out doctrinal things. That if you have a doctrinal issue with issue with with you have a doctrinal issue with Marcus Rogers, then it's like ah, uh, that can never be the marker of someone's doctrine. Can never be something that I guess throws someone out of the kingdom. Apparently, even though there's numerous doctrinal issues with scripture teaches that. Make, can make someone a non-Christian. Denying the gospel. You know, you deny the, you know, deny the father, you don't have the son. Or deny the son, you don't have the father. Which, for Marcus Rogers, there's no distinction, really. Just the son is the person, the son is the name of the father. Or title of the father. In a different mode. We moving into a new season. New season. God is blessing us at Firehouse. Many of you have been such a blessing to me. I thank you. I appreciate you for all of you, you know, that have sown into my life. I really, there's no way that a lot of this would have happened without you guys. You guys have supported the music. Um, I've had so many people showing so much love, you know, over the music, um, just over the ministry in general. So I feel very encouraged. And so I'm at a place right now that, I'm just going to try to speak and be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Uh, I'm not going to be doing any YouTube debates. You know, I always have somebody, you know, no matter how many of these things I do, you know, somebody else always pops up. The Lord is just like, look. So uh, I guess this cancels out because Ruslan told me that uh, he he uh, hit up Marcus Rogers like a week ago and uh, asked if he would like to do a sit down with Michael Brown on the Trinity. Well, I guess that's not happening. I guess the Lord told him no. Uh, so we'll actually see if that happens, if, if uh, he'll be consistent with uh, with his uh, word. But, hey, I, I, I imagine he will. But I guess the Lord told him, hey, look, no more debates. No more no more discussing with people who disagree with you. Right? Stick to your tribe. Well, I guess, okay. I guess you can't win anybody now if you just stick to those people. But, hey, I mean, all right. No more. I had two two men of God tell me no more. 
because they don't know you in the spirit. They're not, they're not the same. You know, a lot of the Christians, they, that, that, that don't agree with me, they celebrate Halloween, they're carnal. They think it's okay to drink. They don't think tongues is, you know, forever. So it's, well, that's a, that's a whole bunch of Mexican categories. Uh, celebrate Halloween. Well, I don't celebrate Halloween. I think most of it is a uh, pagan. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to, I did you think there could be a distinction, a difference to people who, uh, want to pass out tracks on Halloween, share the gospel, uh, which I do know many Christians who do do that. So I'm okay with that. But the issue of drinking, well, drinking is not a sin. I know Marcus Rogers, you kick someone out of your church because they did drink. Drinking is not the sin. Drunkenness is. So if someone can do that in moderation, see, this is what I'm talking about. The actual Marcus Rogers is actually the Pharisee because his legalism comes out right here. Right. And not everyone speaks in tongues. Well, yeah, the Bible even says that. Not all speak in tongues. So even if you are a charismatic that accept the gifts, you would have to accept that never, not everyone has this gift. But Marcus Rogers has a doctrine that says everyone must have the gift if they are a Christian. Because that's, matter of fact, that's how you're saved in Marcus Rogers' worldview. So, <laughs> very interesting. I, you know what? Hey, you do you. I'm gonna do what I do. The reality is, God is with us. If you pull up the firehouse and you feel the presence of God, you'll see very quickly that you know we're not the same. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But ultimately, what he means by that is they're on a higher level than us little littletons down here, right? We're you know we're not the same as Marcus Rogers. Well, doctrinally, of course, that's the argument I'm making, but I don't claim to be any better, which that that kind of sounds like you're saying you are because you aren't making a doctrinal argument. Right. So that's very interesting. And that's why a lot of people, I mean, this is something the Lord has told me. A lot of people are intimidated by me. They are. And there's a lot of people who are. (laughs) Wait, (laughs) what? Bro, what are you talking about, man? I can, I could. The least thing I am is intimidated by you. I, this is why I came to the church you were preaching at in Dallas. I sat in the audience, waited respectfully, and tried to have a conversation with the efforts. I, I don't know anyone who's intimidated by you. Do you see what I say? Like this, the narcissism that comes out. The to to think people are just intimidated by you, like. My goodness, man, I, you know, sometimes I hear arguments and I'm like, so bad. you like, you don't even know what to say. Like, no, no one's intimidated by, that, by you, man, Marcus Rogers. I can, I can assure you that, that we have disagreements and we are concerned. Tell us something. I mean, I don't say that in arrogance, but it's just the truth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. They, uh, they're intimidated and jealous. Uh, not jealous of you as well. I. I don't desire any of the things you have. I don't desire the platform you have because I know how it came about by false teaching. So I don't desire that. I mean, can you imagine if I took over Marcus Rogers channel? I would probably lose half of those in the first week. <laughs> so I don't desire that. Your platform, don't, don't desire your church. I don't, you know, mainly because I don't desire to be, a, uh, I don't believe God has called me to be an elder or a pastor of a church. So don't desire that. Don't desire the music you make. I mean, because... We make different kinds of music, and we both do music, different kinds of music. Um, I'm not jealous of the things you have. 
let me have a nice setup. And hey, look, I, I, I got mine now. So look, <laughs> I'm not jealous of what you have. When I when I come in certain rooms and things like that, the presence backs me up, you know, and 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 people don't like that because then you you take dominion a lot of times in places they don't want you to take. Dominion. So Marcus Rogers be walking in just, I'm Marcus Rogers, right? <laughs> so much for being meek and mild and humble, right? It just comes in and there. I'm taking dominion up in here. No. I mean, when I walk in a room, I, some people may not even notice me. I, I don't, I, you know what? I don't even have this concept of what people even think about me when I walk in a room. Like, I, I don't know what people think about me in the room because I don't think like that. I wonder what they think. I'm the, I'm the baddest guy in this room taking dominion. I I, <laughs> when I walk in, it's probably come like this. Dom DeMarco, DeMarco, DeMarco. <laughs> no, just kidding. I, I. I don't even think in these categories. Uh, just a strange way to think, like how people perceive you when you walk into a room. I have no clue. I'm not in their thoughts. I'm not in their head. Minion, because they want to be the guy. And I had to, I had to realize. So Marcus Rogers is the guy. Gotcha. How's that? And that sounds very arrogant, but. Yes, <laughs> it absolutely does. I'm glad you can uh, admit to that. It it sounds absolutely arrogant, not only arrogant, but narcissistic that you would even just think think like this. It's the truth. It's the story of my whole life. The anointing on my life intimidates a lot of people. I guess when, you know, God tells you everything, right? I mean, he talks to you more than Jesus did in the flesh, apparently. I guess when you have that kind of relationship with God, I guess you would know everybody's thoughts and motives and hearts and you turn all knowing, I guess. I mean, how? I mean, I guess he knows it. So, it is what it is. I thank you for those of you who've been praying with me, who have been sticking with me all these years since I've been in the military. And I prophesy to you, and I promise you, we're going to another level. What God is going to do is going to make religious people scratch their heads. Bald. God had to remind me. Of I'm already losing hair, man. Take it easy. <laughs> I don't want to be bald. <laughs> uh, no, we're not going to be scratching our heads. Uh, we we understand how it works. The Bibles have already promised that people have itching ears. People will go doctrinally worse. Um. So yeah, it, it, it doesn't shock me when I see false teachers continuing in their success of false teaching. <laughs> people have itching ears. I expect the people to go that way naturally. Makes sense. I'm surprised when people get saved. When people have doctrine, good doctrine. Man, it excites me. You ever seen somebody? Maybe you go, tell me in the live chat, you, see, you experience anything like this. You experience where you meet someone with solid doctrine. You're like, yo, what? You're like, oh. you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who are you? Yo, my man. It's like you get so excited. Yo, I love it. It's like being a unicorn. You're like, y'all be celebrating like. <laughs> I get so excited when I meet someone with sound doctrine. When I see someone in the chat, I'm like, yo, that's sound doctrine. Anyway, sorry. Sorry for my rant there. A word while I was on this seven day um, 
staying away from social media and the internet. He said, remember what I told you. The way that I'm taking you is not going to be the, the traditional, religious, conventional route. And only those who truly see in the spirit are going to recognize that. And the ones who can see you in the spirit, that's who you connect with. The ones who can't, don't worry about them. Don't try to prove yourself to them. And the same goes for many of you. And that's who So he's taking Marcus Rodgers the non-traditional route. So what we've, what we've been following in scripture set before is God's got something new. He, 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 he is, you know, doing something he's never done before. All for Marcus J. Rogers. Now, now I know a lot of people have gotten mad when I say Marcus Rogers thinks he's Jesus, but I mean, come on, you don't you don't see the thing with that? <laughs> never done before, never, never duplicated, not never replicated. Just one, never in history has God thought to do anything like this before until Marcus Rogers came on the scene. Interesting. I'm speaking to. That's why you watch my YouTube. That's why you're, many of you are here. And that's what I'm going to focus on, my tribe. We're going to serve what... Hey, well, I'll focus on your tribe, my tribe, their tribe, his tribe, her tribe. Because guess what? I'll preach to anybody. I'll preach to anybody if I, can, if I get an opportunity, of course. I don't, I don't want to just preach to my people. Now, of course, yes, you know, we need to preach to our people, teach them, right? Disciple them. But Jesus went out of his tribe to get the, the loss. So I'm just saying, you want to be like Christ? You, you got to go out from amongst you. Anyways. <laughs> God tells us to serve on this menu. And if you don't like this menu, hey, this ain't the place for you. Hey, find your hey, 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 he, he, he hit my line, man. He hit my line. If I make you feel some type of way. Marcus, if you listen to my channel, man. <laughs> I go to a gummy bear church, go somewhere else. I love the false dichotomy here, right? It's either Marcus Rogers ministry or gummy bear Christianity, right? Those are the only two options. <laughs> you, you, you go to a church like Marcus Rogers or it's gummy bear Christianity. Very funny. But this ain't for you. You know, if you come to this channel and you're just obsessed, you don't like me, you can't stand me, but you watch everything that I do, you have a demonic problem. Well, let me be clear. I don't watch everything Marcus Rogers does, but if we watch Marcus Rogers and have a problem with it and, and do a, a video to critique it, apparently we're demonic. So let me get this straight. If people watch your video, every video of yours and are obsessed with everything you do and like it, it's not a problem. But if people watch your video and don't like it, then they're demonic. Is that right? What, what, what? And what logical world does that make sense? What? Bro, what are you talking about, I, man? I, I, I just don't get it. And you need deliverance. And God can help you with that. Go to www.marcusrogersministries.org. Um, if you feel like just supporting the ministry, you can buy hoodies. Get you, get you a gummy bear, get you a gummy bear uh, hoodie. Support the ministry so he can get another building. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
the common rhetoric of Marcus Rogers, but if, if you just listen to that video, it's just, it's all about him. It's all about Marcus Rogers. And see, this is what I warn about. Like I said, I know people get mad. Oh, you're obsessed. You, you constantly make videos about Marcus Rogers. Yes, because he's a danger. He has, he's got all the social media over a million followers. And what is he pointing people to? Himself. Yeah, so this is why I make videos, will constantly make videos discussing the dangers of the Marcus Rogers movement. Yes, and that's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> the MRM, the Marcus Rogers movement. Because it's largely about that. It's largely about him. So I initially had plans to stop the video around here, but uh, someone said, hey, did you see his new video? He uh, made reference to you. Uh, and I actually had already watched the video, but I'm not gonna not gonna lie, I wasn't really paying attention. I was doing something else, and I actually had it at 2.0 speed, so I, I, I must have missed a lot because I don't really remember the video too much. And it was like he may mention to you. I was like, really? It was like, well, he didn't mention you by name, but it's obvious it's who you were, you're who he's referring to. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll add this along when I do this live. And so. Let's uh, let's just look at it. Let's because, you know, the video's title, he just wants to apologize to the body of Christ. And, OK, well, let's hear Marcus Rogers out. OK. What's going on, everyone? I just felt led to get on here and just apologize to the body of Christ for a couple of different reasons. I, As you guys know, I believe that the body of Christ is bigger than your denomination. It's bigger than people that, uh, you know, just the people who agree with you and your little cliques. You know, the only requirement to be kingdom, according to the Bible, is to be born again. There is. And again, we know what he means by born again. He means water baptized. But it seems like he's. I, I don't know, just like <laughs> to a uh, one day later, he's saying, well, because remember in the video, we you know, we just looked at he's saying, you know, I'm just going to focus on my tribe. And now he's seemingly saying, no, I'm not going to do that more anymore. But the problem is, didn't he say God told him all that stuff? Hey, I'm not I'm not saying it makes sense. It just kind of. God changes his mind a lot in Marcus Rogers' worldview. I'm just saying. No other requirement, all right? The only requirement, you see it in uh, John, when Jesus is talking to Nicodemus, he said, look, if you want to be in the kingdom, you must be born again, or you cannot see the kingdom. He says, you must be born of the water. Jesus also says, if you don't believe that I, I, I am, that I am, right, uh, you will perish. So there's two things, you know, so that's not just one thing, Marcus, but obviously you reject the gospel. You're not you're an anathema, meaning you're a curse. So there's three. So it's it's not just one one thing you adhere to. As long as you believe you must be born again somehow, then you're saved. Well, even according to Marcus Rogers, then I'm saved. But remember, he adds a fourth thing, which you must believe he is of the Holy Spirit or he is of God or you're not saved. So I'm, there's all these contradictions and of the spirit. Right. And so I've always been the kind of person, I don't need to know what denomination you're from. I don't even need to know what you believe. My Wait, what? You, you, you don't need to know what someone believes? What if they don't believe in Jesus? You'd be like, ah, that's cool. We can rock together. Oh, now, to be fair to Marcus Rogers, I'm very certain he would say, no, I can't rock with that person. But then he, he just said he, he, he don't need to know what they believe, which is very strange. I, I, no, I need to know what you believe because otherwise we cannot partner together. Spirit would just bear witness. God would tell me that is my son, that is my daughter, that belongs to me. And often, sometimes I find out I don't agree with that individual. On that. Wait, so you just walk up to someone, and, and before you, they say anything, you you just the spirit tells you, yeah, that that person's good, regardless of their doctrinal beliefs. I guess this is the stuff I'm talking about. This is actually the dangerous 
ideology, theology of Marcus Rogers, where, you know, apart from doctrinal uh, purity, doctrinal theological claims, even if it's heretical, if, if, if the spirit, quote unquote, has told Marcus Rogers that person is, is, is of him, then, uh, then I guess no one can disagree. But in the encounter wise, even if their doctrine is good, this person's living an upright moral life. If the spirit tells Marcus Rogers that that person is not good, then everyone has to go with it. See, this is actually the danger. It's not led by scripture, but Marcus's emotions. Everything, but it doesn't matter because if God says that's mine, don't matter. Well, in the Bible, we see that many of the apostles didn't always agree on everything. Like what? You keep bringing the Peter and Paul thing up, but Peter repented and agreed with Paul. So what are you talking about? You, you don't really have an example of this outside of that one. And then you misuse the scripture on that. So that's not a good example. So, you know, I've been doing ministry for a long time, about 12, 13 years. And, and even if we accept that, that's one thing they disagreed on. Uh, so, but again, we don't accept that. Uh, I mean, even longer than that, back into my childhood. But as far as online ministry and some of the things, to be honest, right, in humility, I've grown, I've learned, uh, my perspective has changed. You know, there's certain things that I used to say that I don't believe anymore because God opened, uh, you know, my understanding and he's given me more wisdom where I didn't have wisdom. You know, sometimes when you first start, it's just all zeal, it's all passion, it's all love, and that's fine. But like with any... I don't think much has changed, to be honest. Now, there has been a shift in Marcus Rogers' worldview on this issue, and it's the issue of the Trinity. He used to believe that if you believed in the Trinity, that you are going to hell. That is... That's correct. Now, he's deleted a lot of that evidence, but he has shifted from that position. Now his position is you can believe in the Trinity uh, to be sa and still be saved, just as long as you don't believe I'm a heretic. That's kind of his position now, which is which is very funny. One who walks with God, uh, you know, you walk with God 10, 12, 20, 30 years. I got saved when I was seven years old. You know, I'm 36 now. I don't think the same way that I do. Um, you know, as I did in the beginning, when you start studying the Bible for yourself and you're not just listening to preachers anymore, you know, a lot of my views have changed. You know, I've had different perspectives about the rapture, you know, things that are not a heaven or hell issue that when I started studying for myself, I said, man. Now, I, I agree with him here that the uh, issue of eschatology isn't a heaven or hell issue unless you're denying Christ's second return or something like that, his bodily return, something like that. But just on a matter of eschatology, yeah, there can be differences of opinion on that. I, for myself, am all mill. I am not dispensationalist or post-mill, post uh, so I don't believe in a little rapture like dispensationalists or, you know, pre-mills do. And so hopefully you won't kick me out of the kingdom. And we can, maybe we could talk about some eschatology one day on this channel. But yeah, he's right on this issue. But Marcus Rogers kind of makes everything a non-essential except two things, really, um, you know, I guess his John three argument and then believing that he is a true minister of God, which is like I said, very dangerous. My whole mindset has really changed, you know, about certain things. And so one thing, you know, is for me, you know, I, God has really been talking to me about tribes, right? There's different tribes within the body of Christ. Christian is a very broad word. And um, so that means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. For me, I just want to know, do you have the spirit of God? Right. And so, I come from a certain tribe and through the years, this tribe has not, I've never been accepted in, in Christian circles. I've never been in the cool kids club. I just know what I have with God privately. And then he blessed me publicly, right? Whether people like it or not, whether they agree or not, 
doesn't matter. God's going to continue to bless me. This thing's going to continue to grow because of what me and him have privately, right? And so, you know, I'm from Tribe A. They don't support me. They don't back me up. They don't stand with me. And then a lot of the things that God shows me is contradicting some of the things that I see in Tribe A. Then you have Tribe B. And Tribe B, everything that I'm trying to do, everything that I'm trying to build, they're doing the same thing. God is speaking to them, you know, the same things in the spirit. And so it's like Tribe B is accepting me. Tribe A doesn't like Tribe B and Tribe B doesn't like Tribe A, but I know that- Now, I don't know who in the world is Tribe A or Tribe B. And in this analogy, maybe the- I, I have no clue. <laughs> uh, he doesn't find these things, but but notice it's just the victim mentality. Like nobody, nobody really accepts me. Woe is me. And it's, it, it, I, I mean, you know, Galatians one tells us we don't we don't live in, you know, the fear of man. Like hey, I mean, I, at the end of the day, it really doesn't care if we're anyone's accepting us. I mean, you know, we say all the time we live for an audience of one, but then we'll go on YouTube complaining about everyone who doesn't accept us and all the rejection we're getting. I mean. Um, it's just very interesting. Tribe A and Tribe B are both saved. There's people from both groups that are saved. And then you got Tribe C, you got Tribes D, and none of these tribes would really interact with each other. And so- Oh, I, I would love to interact with Tribe A if that means I'm in Tribe B, or maybe I'm C or D. Maybe I'm Tribe Z at this point. I, I have no clue. But I love interacting with people who aren't, don't think like me. I have them on this channel. I mean, many people- you know, love that I have uh, people on this channel who don't think like me and we have a discussion over what the Bible teaches and we get to the truth in that matter. Oftentimes, I think that's a great way to understand who's actually preaching what the Bible says. Have them come together and they discuss these issues and we can see who's being more exegetically consistent, things like that. So that's, hopefully that's not a remark. At, I, I think Marcus Rogers is more like that because he claims, right? He He claims, right, that he wants to uh, you know, he wants to, you know, a lot of these Christians is ducking the smoke. I want all the smoke. He claims that. But, you know, when people challenge him and, you know, he says, you know, I'm not I'm going to stick to my, my corner. You know, I mean, I'm just keeping it real. I'm just keeping how, how the young guys say, keeping a bean, Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I'm speaking Chicago language, right? Keeping a bean, keeping a buck with you, Marcus. And so. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to stay in my tribe. I, I want to have uh, conversations. As you'll see, I'll be having more conversations with people I disagree with. Uh, conversation coming up with a uh, you know person who claims to be gay and Christian. And we, we talk about what the Bible teaches on this issue. I mean, I'm, I mean hey, I had the conversation of the year, I think, with uh, Joe Lumen. And so I, I, I have conversations outside of my tribe. I mean, <laughs> I love it. I love it. When I first came out, I thought my job was to convert tribe B to tribe A and tribe C to tribe. And the Lord has obviously changed that over the last, man, 10 years. My job is to unite all the tribes, right? That's what I feel like I'm called to do. To well, it's, it's just interesting that you now are saying, you know, it's your job to unite all the tribes. When just literally in the last video, you're saying, I'm going to stick to my tribe. So, and not do that. And as a matter of fact, you said God told you to do that. So I'm just, I'm, I am confused, man. I am genuinely confused, Marcus. Like I say, your God, which seems to be God himself, tells you to do a lot of things that contradicts literally in the next video, sometimes in the same video. So it's just interesting. Lift up Jesus because the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you into all truth. And so at my church, we have all different types of 
denominational backgrounds there. And the presence of God meets us in a way that I don't feel in many churches, you know, some churches here and there. But, you know, there's people in my church, they don't agree with me on everything. And I don't agree with them on everything. And I think As, I wonder if you guys disagree on the Godhead. I, I, I'd be very curious. Or, or you, you disagree on the gospel. I mean, I don't know how you guys could. Maybe you avoid all those issues. I mean, but that's just very interesting. We're being honest. You know, I've never been to a church where I agree with everything they teach. I've uh, and let me let me answer this, too, because I can see someone saying, so does everyone at your church agree? Uh, no, we have disagreements, but they're very minor. I, I would probably say, you know, from conversations I've had with people at my church and churches I've been to, there's probably 98, 99 percent agreement. And maybe the disagreement is on things like, should we have pews or regular chairs? I don't know. I mean. You know, there's what what I'm getting as very minor uh, disagreement we have theologically. But I mean, you get me and another brother or sister to explain a theological concept. I mean, you would have think we have got together before we had that you know discussion. That that's how unified we are when it comes to doctrine and theology. So, um, but I've I've never been to a church where we just have vast. Well, sorry, I mean I have visited bad churches, right? I've <laughs> I've gone to see Marcus preach so. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I've never been a member of a church that I just had vast disagreements. I mean, so vast. I mean, it'd be, I mean, I was a member at a Presbyterian church. And so we probably had 94, 95% agreement on things. But even then we were so close on other issues besides, you know, issues of uh, Presbyterian stuff. But so, yeah, I just think it's interesting. You, you know, you're at these churches, you just have all these vast disagreements. Oops. So vast, it seems like it'd be two different religions in there. Interesting. Never been to a church where I agree with all of the rules. And so I tell my church, hey, you don't have to agree with me on everything. But what we... Uh, well, I don't think that's true, Marcus, because you did kick someone out of your church for saying they drink alcohol. Not not getting drunk from, from what I saw, but drinking alcohol. That person was uh, removed from the body. Mr. William Tyrone Jackson, if you remember him, 1,500-mile wide. Yeah, they had a split, kind of like their God. Very interesting. Who agree is that the presence of God is here. And so if the presence of God is there and the Spirit of God is there, that means that God is approving. That doesn't mean he's approving of everything that they're done, they're doing, but there's churches where the presence of God is not there at all, right? It's a dead church. But when the presence of God comes in and the Spirit of God is moving, who am I to argue with that when the spirit of God is clearly with an individual? And so my job. And that's so experiential because how do you know the spirit moving? I mean, most people, especially if they come from a charismatic, they think dead means there's no jumping or shouting or backflips down the aisle. And then, but that's, that's how they judge if a church is alive. You know, I mean, I had someone who was come from the Pentecostal background who came to our church and right. We, we don't do all that flipping and that, you know, we, we teach the word of God. We sing, Right, we fellowship afterwards, and I would say, man, that is that is a sign of an active church, right? Where you see the love of God moving, right? Sound doctrine being preached, and people who worship God in spirit and in truth. But many charismatics don't don't see that at the same. It's a live church is someone they 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 they, they jumping up and down and screaming. Well, that doesn't mean a church is necessarily alive. So Ephesians talks about unity in the spirit. I believe it's just to unite the body. Uh, you know just the best that I can bring different tribes together. Um, that's why when I go to different people's churches, I never get up there arguing about anything theology. I never go disrespect another man of God's church because I understand we might not agree on everything. 
I just go do my assignment and I let the fruit do the talking. So I just want to apologize, you know, if I've ever been, um, it's, it's kind of funny because people are going to take what I say out of context, a source of division that wasn't necessary, put it that way, because some division is necessary. Fair enough. And I, and I agree. I'll agree. The Bible actually says, you don't have to agree with his point. See, I can agree with, and, and I'm not going to take him out of concept, context here. He, he's right. The Bible says there must be factions among us to prove those who are genuine, those who are the real ones, you know, real recognize real. Well, division is often how we recognize that. And how does that happen? Well, those who do not adhere to sound doctrines, sound practice, demonstrate they are not of us, as the Bible says. So, All right. We can't start uniting with preachers who are telling you to pray with crystals and open up your there. I've seen preachers preaching about the what is it, pineal gland or something like that. Just weird, strange doctrine, strange fire. But there are many men of God from the tribe A, from the tribe B, from the tribe C, who are all spirit filled. But they're divided because of certain theological things that are not a heaven or hell issue. I, I believe in the Father. I believe in the Son. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe these three uh, are one. All right. I believe that there is a distinction, obviously, because uh, when they crucified Jesus, they didn't crucify the Father. They didn't crucify the Holy Spirit. Now, when I first heard this, you know, and most people will hear this and say, oh, see, Mark is he's affirming the Trinity because that's exactly what Trinitarians would say. We would say they are distinct. Right. Yes, the father did not die. Oh, he's going to contradict himself just a few seconds later. Watch this. Um, I believe that the Holy Spirit is just the spirit of God. He says, I pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Right. So. He canceled out the distinction because he doesn't believe that the Holy Spirit, he believes the Holy Spirit is literally the Father's spirit. Just like you have a spirit, just that, right? Like the Father's soul, so to speak. So that doesn't sound distinct right there. So, you know, I'm made in the image of God. I have a body, right? I have a flesh. I have a spirit. I have a soul. Now, notice the example he just gives contradicts the distinction he just gave a second ago. So at the best, Marcus Rogers is confused on his position on God, right? Because how many people do we see in the car? We see one person, right? It's not three distinct persons. There's one person in three, uh, I, I don't know, uh, modes or, or three titles for himself. So it contradicted what he said a bit ago. I, I, I don't know if this is intentionally like he's like, okay, I'm just going to use both languages of, of uh, Trinitarians and modalists to have them both accept me. I, I, I don't know. Or he is genuinely confused on these issues. I don't know. Flesh is not my soul. My soul is not my spirit, but these three are one. All right. Flesh, soul, spirit. My name is Marcus. Three and one. See, so that's a denial of the Trinity right there. It's, it's, it's classic modalist, classic oneness doctrine. He just doesn't want to label it that. That's what I believe. All right. And so, um, some people they disagree with they describe it a little differently that's cool with me as the- it's a it's a big di- difference in describing because one there's no distinct uh son there's no eternal son well, i mean or the eternal holy spirit for that matter uh, or distinct spirit so the, the, it's, it's it's a bigger issue than marcus wants to minimize oh we just we just got little differences on how we explain god uh, yeah i mean yeah i don't believe the son is eternal in the sense of an eternal distinct being uh distinct from the father i mean he's an eternal thought right i mean 
I mean, which makes us all eternal if we're just saying it's it's a, it's a thought, right? I mean, this is stuff Marcus Rogers has said in the past, right? So, as long as you have the spirit of God, right? As long as you have the spirit of God, I can move with you, I can flow with you. And so, I just want people to hear that, you know, from from my mouth. And I know people say, "Man, well, you've you've said similar things, you made similar videos before," but I continue to do that because I really feel like that is my assignment. So, for those of you who are hearing it out of my mouth for the first time. Some of you have been following me from my army days. The Lord has changed my perspective and my mindset on a lot of things. And from my heart, I just want to unite with the true body. Those who truly love the Lord, those who truly care about souls, those that are truly kingdom minded. You know, Christian is such a broad term. You know, everybody's a Christian until it gets biblical. Everybody's you know, loves to say that they're a Christian, but you know, you're going to know them by the fruit. Yeah. Every, everyone's a Christian until it gets theological, right? I, I you know, I, I've said stuff similar, you know. And you're going to know, you know, who's who by by the spirit. You know, the spirit of God, the presence of God will back these individuals up, you know. And so I would I would say this to a lot of people in the body. You got to humble yourself as well. This is coming from the guy who earlier in our video says he's going to start sounding more arrogant. I mean, <laughs> I just I can't reconcile these statements. You know, you, you need to be more humble, but I'm going to be more arrogant. Is this so so interesting? So 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 wild. I'm I'm bewildered by this. And you know, the way we have unity is just hey, by the spirit. I might not agree with this individual on everything, but let's unite by the spirit and let's agree to be respectful. You know, I'm not going to come into your church or come into an event trying to change all your people and make them think like me. Your tribe is your tribe, but the tribe makes up the greater nation, right? Makes up the greater kingdom. So there's a lot of churches that might not agree with you, but whether that you like it or not, they're still kingdom. There's a lot of men and God and women. So even if they, hey, they could preach a false gospel, false Jesus. I mean, I, I guess, I, I don't know, since he's not being very specific on what we can agree or what we can disagree. Because remember, the only, he says the only thing they you have to believe is that they're born again. So, I mean, the gospel is not included. I mean, I guess, I, I, I don't know. You know who Jesus is, who who God is. I mean, we can disagree on all that stuff. Apparently, just believe you are born again, right? So, very interesting. Guy who might not agree with you on everything, and this is what I've learned too with Christianity. Many people hide what they believe. Obviously, there's popular, you know, um, train uh, or not. Um, there's popular thoughts out of there from like the theological side, right? There's a popular. The theological side, where everybody's theological. I mean, there's no, it's not just like the the people who care about theology. They're the theological ones and everyone else doesn't. They're not theological. Everyone has a theology. The question is, is it biblical? Is it is it good? Extreme way of seeing a lot of the things in the Bible. But I've noticed that a lot of people just keep what they believe to themselves. And I didn't do that in the beginning. And they do that for a reason. But it sounds like he's saying, I didn't do it in the beginning, but now I am. Like I said, Marcus Rogers has learned the PR of Christianity. Don't be specific. Be more vague about stuff, especially on the Godhead issue. And because of all the arguing and things in Christianity. So real ones know you can test the spirit by the spirit. And I just wanted to say that today. I love you guys. I thank you guys for sticking with me through the years. I'm excited for what God is doing in Chicago. But I believe that we're going to move into a season where, man, we're going to see like stadium revivals. But it's not going to be one denomination. It's not going to be one people just 
you know, it, it's going to be. Um, I mean, yeah, you can find that already. I mean, you have the the movement with uh, Christianity and Islam, right? <laughs> you you have many people that are willing to compromise their theology. Just go to the Universalist Church. You know, you can you can see that now. Um, Spirit filled people from all kinds of backgrounds, all over the place, come into one place to lift up Jesus, and we are going to have a move of God. One thing that I've seen is there's different people in the body who. Um, they have different things to offer. So I go around different places and I want to be like a janitor. I'm getting keys from everybody. I don't care what denomination you are. As long as I know the spirit of God is with you, there's something. I'm very teachable. You know, I go to a lot of. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to laugh there because Marcus Rogers, if he is one thing, it is not teachable. Uh, like I said, go watch the videos I uploaded about with James White, um, where he's making the sad same bad arguments against the Trinity. I mean, this has been for six years, right? It, he has, he, he is stuck to his script for six years. And, and, and to one thing, he's been consistent. He, I mean, he's being the same. That's one thing I have <laughs> said about Marcus Roger. He, he's the same guy. I, I don't think he's trying to make this stuff up. He, 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 I think he's genuine. Now, I don't think he's genuinely wrong, but I don't think he is teachable. He's not a teachable person. I mean, like I said, for over six years, it's the same bad argument, same bad uh, you know, rhetoric, ideology being said. Men of God, when I see them flowing in something, even if I don't understand it, I go get that key from them because I want to be like a janitor and have all the keys on my keychain. Well, okay, so will you come get a key for me, bro? I, I mean, <laughs> I got some keys over here, bro. <laughs> I mean, you come get a key, man. I got, you know, I got keys. Come get you a key over here. That's all we want to see. Get you, get you a key, man. I mean, I, I got a key if you locked up, bro. Hey, you locked up? I got the key for you. <laughs> I was, I'm, 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 you know, you want, you want a key, bro? Get you a key, get you a key man. <laughs> so hey, it, it, it sounds like a, you know, he says he can learn from anybody, anybody. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm more than willing, Marcus. Message this message me, man. Someone send this clip to Marcus. <laughs> he wanted key. I got the key. That's why Firehouse is so diverse. That's why it's going to be so blessed. It's going to be one of the biggest churches in Chicago, one of the biggest churches in America when it's all said and done. Because that's what God is looking for, that unity. So love you guys. Be blessed. Be encouraged in Jesus' name. Now, uh, I know when Marcus was a lot smaller, he used to preach more so on, like, you know, big churches more so preaching against. But once he got big, he started kind of shifting that message. But I just find it interesting. Someone said he mentioned me. I, I still didn't hear a reference to me. I, I don't know. Maybe it was more. I don't know. Maybe it was something. I don't. I don't know. But I didn't hear that part. But yeah, I just think it's interesting. I, you know, I titled this video the, video "The Psyche of a False Teacher," and one of the uh, marks of a false teacher, a false church, is people follow the leader. You know, they have a cult leader, and I've, I've specifically said that about Marcus. And I, don't, I don't apologize or take that back. He has built a brand off of him and his brand and his, uh, you know, likeness. And uh, another issue is that these people are always wavering. They'll say, say, say one thing right in the video. He, he and we played earlier. He's, he's very adamant about sticking to his tribe in this video. He says, well, I want unity. I want to get all the tribes together. Which one is it? Which one did God tell you? Right. So we can know which one not to follow. Uh, being unteachable. He says he's teachable, but I mean, we see that he is not teachable. He has not been teachable. Um, there are many mar marks that I could bring up.
but uh, hopefully this video will suffice. Let me know your thoughts in the chat. Leave them in the comment if you're watching the replay. Hope you enjoy this video. You know how we do it here. Till the next time, y'all. Grace and peace. Hold on. Wait, wait. We can't end it like that. We can't end it like that. Grace and peace, y'all. Hey, grace and peace. Hey, till the next time, y'all. Grace and peace.